0: Limerick's new female prison opened today. The facility is part of a €70 million Euro project, including the newly opened B division at uh, Limerick Prison. The design focuses on rehabilitation. It includes ensuite cells, fitted it with phones, and a greater emphasis on education and health. Our reporter Josh Crosby has been there today and he brings us this report. In the prison service, we can control everything that happens within the walls, but we can't control the weather, so we do apologise. But we're so delighted that you've come to join us.
1: We're immensely proud of what we've achieved here.
2: Director General of the Irish Prison Service, Karen McCaffrey. There are 51 female prisoners here in Limerick today settling into the new facility. I got to take a tour of the prison with Chief Officer Peter Clark. How are you, Josh? I'm just going to take you on a tour now into G1 there and a tour of to the female prison. Okay, the big thick door. That's
3: it. into the main area. Right,
2: and it's literally door after door, certain door types
3: of keys. Yeah, okay. key entry, but they're touch only. This is the main G1 landing. Okay, so this is where the action happens. This is where all the action happens, yeah. This is where all the action happens. Uh, again, it's new environment, nice, open, bright. We have accommodation up to 53, 54, but at the same time, we've been teetering at this time in and out that area. Pressure's on from uh, overcrowding within the prison system, that like, you're always close to that number, aren't Always close to that number, yeah. yeah. The women have moved from an area where they were three in a cell and cramped, where now they have their own single cell, everyone has their own single cell. One of the major problems we actually had when we first forced- moved in here was that we had issues with they didn't want to stay in the room on their own at night time, like you know, so it's the first time they're on their room. Like women in custody are totally different than men in custody. Women in custody suffer a lot of traumatic abuse as well prior to coming into custody. So, like a lot of them would suffer from domestic violence on the outside from partners and stuff like that. So, like it's important that we put in the proper support structures for them. Like. How does the mother and baby facility work? At this moment in time we haven't had a custody where, where there has been a mother and baby, but it is available in an apartment structure where the child will be in custody for a certain period of time with the mother, like you know. But again, that's down to the courts and down to other external factors. With a child, maybe with social services. The and the child come for so, vis- yeah, come in for visits and stuff like that, like, you know, but there is facilities there for
2: parenting within prison, in a sense. Like. Limerick Prison was first built in 1821, making it the oldest prison across the estate today. But this new design is based on rehabilitation, with access to a range of educational programs, including the Open University and the Arts Council. I took a walk through the different workshops but first I got a look inside one of the cells. See here if you want to walk in, just have a quick look. And this is a cell that's being used. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: So they have their own shower, and it's basic enough, that they have their own phone, everything like that. So, again, privacy, courtless stuff like that, like, you know. So, like, look, it's the small things. I know we talk about prison and they say it should be a harsh place and stuff like that, but at the end of the day,
2: they're coming into custody to be punished. And that phone communicates with the
3: receptionist, it? Right? No, they can ring out, those, they have six numbers on their card and they just type in the code and they can ring out to their loved one or whoever's outside that they want to speak to, and they get a six minute call, and that's it. They can do it from the rooms. We'll move then into the education area. We have education going on at the moment, and, and I'll show you the surgery area.
2: So what are the types of courses that'll be taking place here now?
3: So at the moment, we have art going on. We have hairdressing going on. So they learn the basic skills of hairdressing. If they want to learn to be treated, qualified hairdresser in place to do that. We have services regarding computers, which is here, which is live at the moment. And they can follow on then and do a course? And oh, they can, do, they, can, they can do o- Open University from here, facilitated from the prison Open University, so online courses.
2: And what's the level of
3: engagement like with the it's education programmes? very good. At the moment we have two OU students at the moment, Open University students, and we have a lot of people doing their junior certs and even certs, level 3s, level 5s, level 6s. Do you know, so uh, are
2: there specific courses that seem to gain more interest than others? Or? Yeah, basic
3: skills, basic life skills. Like A lot of people in custody tend to be interested in social care, social service, addiction services, stuff like that that like and you will find that a lot of people that have come through the custody period have
2: gone on to be addiction counsellors because they've lived the process they know what life in addiction is like there are multiple healthcare services available inside the prison such as a GP nurses dentistry and a gynecologist at the health clinic I met with the national nurse manager of the Irish prison service Enda Kelly Enda says there's a range of specialist supports for women
4: when you're providing healthcare for women in custody it's totally different to providing health care for men the history that people come to with in terms of trauma the history that they come to in terms of abuse, that's been cyclical over many, many years. And to get people actually to a place where they'll sit down, where they'll trust the nurses, where they'll trust the doctors, that takes time, and it takes an environment that's conducive to people actually feeling that they're being heard. But that relationship piece that we work with women, that's probably the most important, because it allows us then to be able to undertake all the treatment that we need, and for them to actually leave and feel that they're actually getting their needs attended to. If a woman was to come in pregnant, how does that progress throughout the sentence? We'll obviously manage our day-to-day care here, um, as we would anybody else. We'll also link in with the local maternity hospital. Nobody will have their baby born in prison. They'll be born in the local hospital. Their full antenatal care and post-delivery care will be worked between us and the National Maternity Hospital services as well. One of the biggest problems is when women come in, they start getting their health attended to, then when they leave unfortunately they're going back to a situation like they came from and they often disengage again so you know if you don't change any part of the equation you're going to have the same outcome time and time again and then we wonder why are people back in prison so what we're trying to do is educate women to take an interest in their health to follow up their health and when they go back to the community to keep re-engaged.
2: Opening the new Limerick Women's Prison today was Minister for Justice Helen McEntee. The minister responded to the ongoing overcrowding issue and was also asked about the housing of transgender inmates.
1: Look, we are at capacity, I would say, or we we are close to, um, and we've had a challenging few months in particular with the increase in prisoner numbers. Uh, A huge amount of work has been done right across the prison service to increase capacity where possible, but we know more generally uh, there is a challenge within the prison capacity, uh, so I wouldn't rule out uh, any space being used at the moment, but as I said, we do have a plan that we're advancing to develop 620 new spaces uh, separate to any older spaces. Would you personally,
4: as a woman, be comfortable sharing a women's section of a prison with a violent transgender
1: in? Well, look, where prisoners go, that's very much a matter for the presiding judge. Uh, It's not a decision that I, as Minister, nor uh, the prison service make. What's most important in the approach that the prison service takes is that every person is safe, no matter who they are, no matter what their gender is, Uh, and that's an assessment that is made when a person has been sent to prison. So it's really important that irrespective of who it is that they are sent to the place that is appropriate for them, ensuring their safety, but the safety of others as well. And that's what I would expect if I were to be in that scenario. That's what I would expect. There have been
2: consistent calls for a transgender policy to set out who should be housed in women's prisons. Governor of Limerick Prison, Mark Kennedy, says this new facility will help women prepare for life on the outside and that determining who enters what prison is risk assessed.
0: What we've done is, the, it's a trauma-informed care design, so what we looked at as international best practice about the imprisonment of women. With this build, is we recognise that we don't have to have hard security for our prisoners. So we've done the same in the B-Wing there, we've built it on a different design that there's wraparound services for prisoners. And we've viewed the female prisoners here, long-term and short-term, that there has been trauma in their lives. So before the crime was committed, and as I said, I'd nearly say it's up to 90%, there has been sexual violence, physical violence, coercive control. There's always a man in the background pulling strings and they end up in prison. Invariably... They are incarcerated. They can't go home at half seven at night. They have to watch the rugby match last hour in behind the cell. So it is a fairly secure unit. All of the prisoners in Limerick prison are going to get out at some stage. They're going to be sitting beside you on the green bus or the Lewis. So if we don't do our job right, And we just lock them up and throw away the key. We're sending out a different person that we have a bit of rehabilitation, they're more rounded. So it is our duty and the government have put the duty on me here in Nimerick to make sure that we do the best we can with them inside to leave them out into the community. Is it down to each governor to decide if a transgender prisoner
2: remains in that prison?
0: All prisoners are coming to prison, there's a risk assessment done. There's a number of risk assessments, so we have a medical risk assessment, security risk assessment on all prisoners, no matter what gender they are or what they identify on. And we always provide legal care, whatever the gender that person is. Josh Crosby reporting from the new female prison opened today in Limerick. We'll get the news headlines now.